Hello, everyone. My name is Chase Beatty, and this is my podcast, Principle of Polarity. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of my podcast. Today's podcast is going to be on programming. And as usual, I'm going to start this podcast off with a quote. If you hear a voice within you say you can't paint, then by all means paint, and that voice will be silenced. That's a quote by Vincent Van Gogh. So today we're going to talk about mental programming. Um, It's a very big aspect of transforming yourself and making yourself into the individual that you want to be. Um, As we'll discuss throughout the podcast, mental programming is something that is largely done on our subconscious and it's a collective cumulative um consequence of the things that we go through in our development the things that we do on a daily basis um a lot of the inputs that we get from our interaction in society and with other people um this is one of the reasons why it's so important to get to know yourself and to ask yourself those hard questions because once we figure out our base programming um we'll be able to then change our base program through certain behaviors and actions and get ourselves to do something different even though it may be outside of our comfort zone but it'll be more conducive to our success so let's jump into the podcast um, mental pro- programming, aka conditioning, belief and being set in your ways affects everyone everywhere. Most of us would never consciously choose to be limited, to limit our opinions and thoughts and potential, and yet we do so unconsciously, unknowingly, and unintentionally daily. So, um, the easiest way I could describe it is like, um, basically, you know how like the older generation sometimes you'll tell them something or you try to do something and they're like no that's the way i've done it that's the way i've always done it and that's the way i'll do it till i die you know even we've probably even said something like that uh to that effect before that's that's a level of programming um programming largely keeps you in your comfort zone and it makes you hesitant to exit your your comfort zone um and that programming sometimes or most oftentimes can be very detrimental to us developing, going outside of our comfort zone, changing for the better, achieving success, and um, just approaching life in a in an aggressive manner, meaning taking opportunities and taking ground instead of just holding what we got. Um, it can be good and it could be bad, but, you know, by and large, um, it tends to have bad effects. Um, programming like fears, um, our relationship with money, um, our relationships with people, interactions with people, um, all of those things can be based on programming. Um, some of the points that I put down on my script that I feel like I've already hit, you know, because 
I'm just talking right now. But um, our program, our programming is mostly not our conscious choice. Like we do not consciously choose, just like the, uh, the definition of Google said, we don't consciously choose to limit ourselves. Sometimes because of like fear of success or fear of what's around the corner, we'll choose to limit ourselves. But by and large, when it comes to programming, programming is not a choice that we make um, on purpose. It, like I stated earlier, it happens in the subconscious. Uh, a significant of our a significant portion of our programming is not based on facts. Um, a lot of these programs, like fear programming, like fears, are irrational. Um, they aren't based on a solid foundation. And that's one of the ways that you can defeat it is by shaking that foundation and saying that it's not that 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 lie won't stand up. Um, a trunk a chunk of our programming is counterproductive. Um, counter programming by and large doesn't serve you um, unless it's positive programming that you worked um, into your life on purpose in order to combat the negative programming that may serve you. But by and large, the programming that happens to us and not for us is by and large negative um and lastly we aren't aware of a big part of our program it happens on the subconscious um things that happen when we grow up things that happen when we go to school things that happen when we go to work stuff people have told us in society stuff we've seen on media books music stuff like that all of that over time um can start programming and and lead to this default setting um like i said the programming controls how we think our perception of reality the choices we make it may even be a aspect of the job we select or or what direction we choose to go in our life pretty much every aspect of our life whether we are in control or not can be affected by programming at some level um and uh, an example that two examples that i'm going to use for programming is weightlifting and our relationship with money so weightlifting weightlifting is a form of programming even though it's physical it does have a mental aspect to it so you are programming yourself to get up every morning or whenever you go to the gym then lift weights and when you lift those weights, you're trying to achieve a goal. And you know that going through that goal, you're gonna have to encounter some type of pain or resistance. So you train your mind to fight through that pain or resistance or that fatigue. Like if you're doing cardio, you're going running. And the in the end, you achieve either strength, um, definition, you improve on your cardiovascular system but you've programmed your mind for that because in the beginning you know i know we all feel it when we all work out like you don't want to be there you feel really tired you know um well at first you're motivated but then the motivation leaves and then there's a void and something else has to take place there um and that that thing that occupies that void is being driven because every day you won't be motivated every day you wake up you're not going to be you know happy to go to the gym happy to work out but most often times when we get to the gym and when we work out we feel better you know there's 
there's some anatomical reasons for that um chemicals that are released by the brain and how, how workout how working out affects your body in a positive way like in reducing stress and anxiety and stuff like that but also you're reinforcing that programming that you know you need to do this because you're achieving a goal and they say it takes 30 days to build the habit so if you continue doing this for you know 30 days straight then it becomes a habit it becomes natural it becomes programmed into you and then you know you'll go to the gym and you won't even think about it you know you'll just be on autopilot um and then our relationship with money i stated that earlier um some people get into financial hardships and they can't understand why they can't get out or they get in debt and they can't understand why they can't get out it's because of your programming with money so like you pay off a credit card credit card has a ten thousand dollar balance you pay it off bam um you were previously in debt but now you see this credit card and you're like hey i got ten thousand dollars and you might not make big purchases, but over time you'll make a lot of small purchases. And um, compounding is a very powerful effect. And then after a while, that balance on your credit card is back up to 5,000, 7,000, whatever amount. And now you're back in debt with this credit card bill over your head that gains interest. And this happens every time you lower the debt. And this creates a cycle. And this is why you get back in debt when you get out of debt because you feel like you have a cushion or you're comfortable or you can pay it off or you tell yourself whatever you need to tell yourself and then you incur this balance that you honestly don't have the money for because if you're using a credit card then you don't have that ten thousand dollars or you may not have that ten thousand dollars and now you have created a deficit or something that you need to contribute money to that is not in the plan or that you may not have planned. So those are just two relationships or not sorry, two examples of um programming in our everyday life that we may not even think of. Um so again, where does your programming come from? Um everything in life so the books we read, the TV shows we watch, the music we listen to, what we eat, the company we keep, our school system, the things we repeatedly tell ourselves, our inner conversation. That is a big part of programming. Um, again, compounding is, a, compounding is a very powerful phenomenon. So it doesn't happen overnight or it doesn't happen in one or two days or anything like that. It happens over time. So if you're constantly listening to the type of music that tells you negative things, or if you're constantly reading the type of books or listening to media that always force feeds you bad things, or you know anything that doesn't serve you or what you're trying to do, then that stuff over time is gonna compound. And then the result of that compounding is gonna be programming. And that programming is either gonna serve you or not serve you you know based on your perception of reality and you know if we don't identify that programming or identify those things that we have in our life that's not serving us that's feeding us that negative narr narrative then this programming can be very detrimental to our goals and what we're trying to do so the next part of 
what we're going to discuss, I um, obtained information from research I did on the Idea Vision Action website. Um, this just goes uh, a little bit deeper into programming and um, it talks about, you know, just some of the minutiae surrounding programming. So in order to update our programming, we need to take two steps. We need to become aware of the programming that are neither productive nor fact-based and that we need to replace them with productive and fact-based programs. So this is talking about how we can fight the negative program. Um, we need to become aware of it, which is asking ourselves those hard questions, facing our inner demons and, and just getting cr critical of ourselves you know, being honest with ourselves, which can sometimes be hard. And then we need to replace them with fact-based programs. And fact-based program is just, you know, reading self-help books, talking to positive people, mentors in your life, um, weightlifting, you know, doing, doing things like that, doing, taking actions that are consecutive and are intentional. And, and the goal is to reprogram yourself. You knowingly take these steps and these actions. So there are multiple ways to become aware of your programming. And they give us three. So the first one is you can, you can learn what you know and what you don't know. A good portion of our programming resides on unconscious levels of our psyche. Some of it is inherited via genetic material. Some of it is internalized or concluded at an unconscious level. You will be amazed if you learn what kind of rational biases are residing in your psyche and affecting your thoughts and actions. So we never know what we don't know. You know, that's why we read. But, you know, when it comes to ourselves, you know, reflection is... It could be a very painful, scary process. You know, we don't we don't know because this stuff largely happens on the unconscious level. We don't know what bad habits we picked up from our parents that is generational. You know, our parents watch their parents do it. Their parents watch their parents do it. And it's just cycling a behavior that doesn't serve anybody, you know, and the same pitfalls and the hardships that your family face, you know, you're now facing because you're stuck in this cycle of bad decisions and it's just habits, behaviors that you may have picked up unconsciously and has become programming. And then in turn, you may be passing it down to your children. So that's why it's important that we learn about ourselves and we dig deep, ask ourselves those tough questions, journal, write them out, and then, you know, we go from there. We, we create a plan to make ourselves decisive um, number two is affirmations, which is something I love. I'm big on affirmations. Uh, affirmation is a goal stated in a positive sentence using the first person and present tense. If you don't want to be overweight anymore, you can formulate your goal as I am fit. Affirmations are only useful when they are repeated over time and spoken or written. Again, this is the power of, comp of compounding. You don't say or write down the affirmation once and think that it's going to happen this is something that's going to take time um and that you're going to need to do repeatedly what i would advise that you do is you create some type of morning routine and in that morning routine you take you carve the time out of your day to 
sit down in a quiet place and repeat these affirmations. It could be affirmations on YouTube. It could be affirmations that you've written down um, specific in relationship to yourself and your situation. But this is something that we need to do definitely daily. Because if you just do it here and there, you don't you don't build that consistency. You don't compound. And also, um, going back to previous podcasts, you know, the law of attraction, um, like attracts like. So if you vibrate those things or give off that energy, that energy will come back to you. You welcome those things into your life. Um, and the third thing to give us is experimentation. If you feel courageous, you could take direct action instead of writing down your affirmations. If your affirmation is to become a good public speaker, take public speaking challenges. Just like the writing exercise above, your conscious programming will come up during the preparation and delivery of your public speech. Write them down as they come up. So this is more of a, you know, aggressive approach. I would still write down and use affirmations because I feel affirmations are a very large part of us conquering our goal and becoming, you know, who we are and uh, battling our programming. But again, this is kind of the jumping in the water to teach yourself how to swim method. So if, you know, you're out of shape instead of sitting around saying like, I am fit, I am fit, I am fit, saying that affirmation in conjunction with going to the gym, changing up your diet plan, you know, researching the information and stuff like that, building your life or your mentality around um, the lifestyle that you want to achieve will help you get to that goal faster. So it's not a either or type thing. It's a more in conjunction with. So use affirmations. But if you have the ability you know, and the courage to, to do it at this point in time, then step up and jump into your goal, you know, a hundred percent. You know, if you like just like the example say if you're scared of public speaking, then take a public speaking class and look for venues where you can get up in front of people and you can talk. Um just go out I mean, nothing beats a failure but a try. So, I mean, what are, you, what are you gonna do? You can't be scared all your life. You can't be indecisive all your life or else you're not gonna change. You know, you have to, at some point in time, you're gonna have to leave the nest. At some point in time, you're gonna have to ask yourself these hard questions. And at some point in time, you're gonna have to come face to face with your programming. That's just the way it is. So then the article on the website goes on to talk about how you replace your limiting programs with empowering, empowering you. In some cases, it's sufficient to become aware of an unproductive program to neutralize its effects. In other cases, it takes more effort than that. These, the following are the three methods and two of them we've already discussed. Um, so the first one is critical thinking. Critical thinking is the first step to replace your limiting programs. Ask yourself the following question. Is this program fact-based or fiction? Does this program serve me or does it limit me? Are there examples against this program? Is it possible that the opposite of this program is true? So again, these questions right here are the tough questions that we need to ask ourselves about behaviors that don't serve us or aspects of ourselves that we feel are not helping us get to our success. 
Um, is this program fact-based or fiction? Largely, largely, programming is false. If you test it or if you look to see if it's solid or anything like that, if you question it even a little bit, you'll see that this programming can't stand up to any type of critique. You know, it it's just something, it's something your brain may have used as a coping me- mechanism, something that was just taught to you, um, the compounding effect, music you've listened to over time, books you've read over time. Um, by and large, you'll see that it's not true. And then once you see that it's not true, you can change the narrative. And with compounding, you can replace the previous narrative with the new narrative that you want to have in your life. Does this program serve me or limit me? You know, is is eating whatever I want helping me be fit? You know, is, is spending boatloads of money helping me to get financial freedom? Is constantly going going to work in this nine to five in the rat race instead of going after my dream and obtaining my own business, is that serving me or not serving me? Again, it may look like it is, but if you dig down deep, and ask those hard questions be real with yourself is not are there examples against this program what can you look at in your life or talk about in your life or see in your life that are examples of how this program is a lie and how it doesn't serve you and you know what negative effects it has in your life Um, you just gotta dig deep you just gotta dig deep and ask yourself these hard questions and lastly is Is it possible that the opposite of the program is true? You know, what if? You know, what if I'm not, I don't know, I hear a lot of, um, a lot of young women like in school and even, you know, through society, they battle with the issue that they're not pretty enough. You know, in commercials, you know, these makeup commercials and, these uh, women that look like they're perfect or on TV and stuff like that. And I understand that sometimes that can have a an effect on women's perceptions of themselves. And if they have, you know, received this negative programming or this negative stimulus over and over and over, you know, they could uh, potentially develop this whole negative narrative that I'm not pretty enough. You know that I'm not, I'm not attractive, or nobody wants me. But is it possible that that programming is false? Is the opposite true? It is true. You know, I'm, I'm a firm believer that there's someone for everyone, and I'm definitely a firm believer that the media and commercials and stuff plays to our lower selves. So this is a very powerful question. Um, that we can ask ourselves. They're all good questions, but this in particular is very powerful Um, in dethroning and and reprogramming, dethroning your thoughts and reprogramming yourself. And the last two are just affirmations and experimentation. Again, the affirmations, you know, you write them down and you repeat them. Um, I am pretty. I am pretty. I am pretty. People love me. You know, I love me. You know, I have confidence. There's tons of different, you can go on YouTube and they have like five minute, 10 minutes, two hour 
um, guided like affirmation sessions that that are just on a loop and that you can say to yourself over and over again. And then experimentation, just try, you know, if you if with the example given above, you know, if you're having a hard time in that area of your life, you know, jump out on a limb and maybe put yourself in a situation that would be a little bit uncomfortable, you know, it, but it's safe, but something that, you know, will disprove or prove the opposite of the programming that you've been taught. And So as always, I want to say thank you for tuning in. I hope that today has in some way provided you with the motivation to push through yet another day. And as you go into the world to prosper and do great things, I want you to ask yourself, why not me? Why not now?